Welcome to the Canacuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hi, this is Keith Chancy coming at you once again from the recording studio of the Canacuck Institute. Welcome. We are so excited today. We have Mike and Carrie Shear here from Denton, Texas, and they work on staff there at Denton Bible Church, and they're going to tell you a little bit about their stories. But we are so excited to help you guys understand something that so many of us are struggling with in today, and it's raising our kids. Mike, Carrie, welcome to the Institute. We are so excited about you guys being here, and we're so excited about our relationship with you guys. Would y'all do me a favor? You know, first, just tell me a little bit about you guys' self. You know, Mike, where are you from? Carrie, where are you from? Tell me a little bit about y'all's story and how y'all got together. Ooh, how we got together. That's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're glad to be here, Keith. Yep. Always glad to be with you. And uh, the way we met was actually we were both pursuing God independently. Uh, I'm from Kentucky originally, grew up uh, outside of Louisville and moved down to Denton, Texas to study with Tommy Nelson, Yep. somebody both you and I have sure known and has impacted our spiritual lives greatly. And uh, so I, I moved down to do a one-year program with him. At the same time, Carrie had come to Denton to work on her master's. And so that would have been in the early 90s. Mm. We met, started dating, and, and we got married in 96. So we've been married 26 years. 26 years, that's right. We had three boys, wow. um, 20, let's see, help me, 23, uh, about to be 21, and 18. So wow. we got two that have launched and one still at home with us. I love that. You yeah. guys are about to All be in Connections, but you're not there yet. Nope. No, nope. but we're, we're right looking forward to it. We tell our baby all the it time, is. we're practicing empty nest on you. We love that. You know, Karen and I, we are at that empty nest area. And people go, man, it's a lot easier being empty nesters. And it's not because now people just know my house is empty. So now <laughs> they think they're part of my kids now. So it makes it even better. Well, I just want to ask you guys a couple of questions. You know, that people ask me all the time. They go, Chancy, you know, raising kids is tough. And we get that, you know. You know, what are some things that you guys have done? You have three boys. Bless your heart. Three boys. You should feel sorry for us. I know. I so do. I really do. And so, drips off our walls. That's right. You know? And so understanding that, you know, what are some things that you guys have done as tools that have helped you raise your kids? That's good. I I, I want to just say up front that um, it, parenting has been the greatest blessing of our lives and one of the greatest hardships, yes, um, raising our children to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, understanding the gospel to the core of our being mm-hmm. has been, um, probably the greatest, um, vision for good parenting, not having a goal that, um, is not listed for you in scripture. So I, we can't save our children. We mm-hmm. don't have the ability to bring salvation. So if you think about that, that can be very frustrating that the thing you desire the most for your children, which is that they walk with God and know him, we don't have the ability to bring about. Um, influentially, we influence mm-hmm. that, but we cannot um, bring salvation to a child. Mm-hmm. So we seek mm-hmm. to model that by understanding the gospel and making um, God the most important thing in our lives. But we are on our face mm-hmm. every day asking him to do what we do not have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. And so there's a rest in that, but there is a work in that because we do influence mm-hmm. their hearts. We just can't determine the choices they'll make. Mm-hmm. So, Kira, let me ask you a question there because I, I, I know what you do for an occupation. Yep. I'm a counselor on occupation. <laughs> <laughs> and so understanding that and understanding you, you have a lot of knowledge. 
But a lot of times that knowledge doesn't transcend into raising your kids. Would you agree to that statement? Well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I am a advocate of reading all the books yes. and um, and all the things because I think that has been deeply impactful on yeah. how we parent and raise our kids. But the most important book I would say of all times is understanding and knowing your Bible mm. and walking intimately with mm. the Lord. Um, I think there's been many times where we've gone back to the Lord saying, okay, what are we doing? And can you help mm. us? And the Lord graciously just slowly walks mm. with us in mm. this parenting thing. Mm. And I love what you said there more. that you graciously have to go back to God and to his word and to prayer. Raising kids drives you to your knees. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 You know, and one thing I, I would say as well, Keith, is Carrie and I, we met. We were both walking with the Lord. We married. We were both about 28 mm-hmm. when we got married. Marriage was an easy transition for us, but we're very different people. So mm-hmm. Carrie, like she said, she reads every book. She's planned. Uh, I'm more of a take-it-as-it-comes kind of guy. And so uh, that really came to a head in parenting for us. You know, I remember Mike Tyson a famous Mike Tyson saying was everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, <laughs> right, you know, right. and uh, parenting punched us in the mouth, I think. And so we thought we had a plan. Um, but I will say 95% of our arguments in marriage have been over our different views of parenting. You were asking things that we tried to do when we were young. We tried to make gospel uh, just part of our language. And so we would, every, every night we'd read Bible stories. We wanted them to know the stories of the Bible. We tried to model the gospel. We would talk about it just at dinner, just work it into conversation, not just have these formal teaching times, but just teach along the way. You, you know, one of the, the things I love in Mark 3, when Jesus picks his disciples, he said he picked 12 that they might just be with him. And, and a lot of it's just that being with them teaching time. And we would try to do those things while in private. You want immediate results and you're investing yourself, but you don't, you won't know the payoff in parenting for 18, Mm -hmm. 25, 30 years. And, and I think that really challenged us Mm -hmm. individually and as a couple. Mm -hmm. You know, what I hear you saying is that salvation was very, very important to you as parents raising your kids. And yet you had, you could do it as much as you want to. You could teach them the books of the Bible. You could model everything you could, but it was up to the Lord to do and your kids to receive God's spirit within them. Would yes. y'all say that's yeah. true? Yeah. So, so, and the two words that I would say that really define that, even scripturally speaking, is that parenting is highly influential. Mm. Like there's none of us that would say that how we were raised doesn't deeply impact you. Both the blessing and the hardship of that, either it's an enormous blessing. I have a was raised by a godly mother and a dad, and so that has been an enormous blessing for me, highly influential. Mm. But it doesn't determine who or what our children will become. That's determined by what our children love and worship the most. Love and that's that. an individual, independent decision that all of our kids will have to make. And so while we want to be influential and say, with our lives, our words, our prayer, that we want you um, to love God because it orients all mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. We can't bring that about. And yep. so if you're not careful, if you make salvation the goal, you will live a very frustrated, discouraged life. And honestly, what it did for us early in our parenting is I think it pushed us more towards behaviorism. Mm-hmm. And so until the Lord really shined a light on that, that I'm in charge of these mm-hmm. hearts. And so you can 
you got to trust me mm. with every ounce of that. It's it's where our breathing room has right. even come in, where we can rest in knowing um, we can't determine mm. that. We just can. You know, Carrie, Mike, one thing it. that I hear you saying is that behavior modification is something that as we tell our kids, this is what they can do, what they can't do. They can just become good performers. Right, right. And if or we smarter just wanted, centers. Yeah, or smarter yeah. centers. Yeah. And we go, and yet having three boys, I'm sure you gathered that a lot yeah. because yes. three boys tend to want to go outside the boundaries a little bit. Yeah. And it always drew, drove y'all back to your knees to say, God, I have to pray for my kids. I have to model it. I'm never going to stop modeling. Mm-hmm. But Mike, you know, as a dad, you know, you and Carrie were having different ways of doing things. How did it raise up your game, so to speak? Because yeah. I guarantee there's a lot of dads out there going, man, what do I do? Well, but- and maybe it'd be good to explain the differences between us because yeah. I, I yeah. am law. I mean, boys, if you don't set boundaries, something in the house is going to be burned <laughs> or there's gonna, someone's going to die. Like you have to have boundaries. Mike is the most grace. Or I used to say, I feel like I'm raising children with my grandfather because he just, <laughs> the leash is long. And so that has been one of the That's things good. where we, so together we form a very good parent, but we're on opposite ends. So now Love I want to just say, yeah, explain that. Uh, explain what that looks like. In fact, like. we've done parenting talks before. Grace and, we and the law, bro. We got, we got Galatians right here in the room. Yeah. I'm law, Mike's grace. We, we yes. give titles to each other and I always say, Chuck Norris wears Carrie Shear pajamas <laughs> yes, because uh, that's yeah. who he looks to as an enforcer. She would call me Santa Claus yes, is, is the way she would describe our parenting. I, I think the one thing that we've come together on in that is because you need both. Yeah, you, you know, do. you need That's a standard, right. but you yeah, also yeah. need to foster a relationship yeah. is how do. So our oldest son is 23 now and, and that, that spiritual journey continues yeah. for our boys. Yeah. How do we foster a relationship so that the conversation continues mm-hmm. after they're out of the home? One of the things I love is uh, our, our boys call home now. We don't just have to call them, but they'll call home. And, and sometimes it's just a talk. Sometimes yeah. it's advice. But how do we keep a, a voice into that relationship, I think, is where yeah. we have found that that's been a unifying theme yeah. for us. Yeah. In fact, when we get into a frustration or a struggle, because I don't, I don't think you ever are not a parent. Right. Like you. Yeah. Um, now I do believe that the highest form of relationship is friendship because in heaven will all things disseminate into good friendship. So we want to be good friends to our children, but we're still their parents. So I think Mike really helped me in the area of just the law orientation that I had. He would say, okay, put the sieve on your parenting as how do I maintain a long-term relationship with this child? And that was incredibly helpful for me is because it guided conversations that I would have is what I would say or wouldn't say. It put a high value on the relationship. And it said, how do I maintain this relationship in such a way that I have it for a long time? Because mm-hmm. if my children aren't walking with the Lord, I want to continue to keep speaking into their life. And if you're running to law, which I often ran to, um, oftentimes for behavior modification, if you run to the law, you can lose sight and value in that long-term relationship. And so... And I think the other thing I would say to that as well, Keith, is so now our boys will occasionally call and ask for advice. And I told one of them, I want my advice to be the most predictable thing about your week. That when you call me, you know what I'm going to say. You're going to get Bible. Yeah. And what it requires of a dad is the dad has to be in the Bible and know the Bible um, before he can counsel the Bible. And that's true of moms too. 
but that if you're wanting Bible to be the vocabulary you speak, kids above all people will see through phoniness on mm -hmm. that. And so it really has to be kind yeah, of your yeah. lifeblood yeah. so that you have something to say in that ongoing conversation mm -hmm. with them as, as they yeah. transition into adulthood. What I hear you guys saying, and boy, I tell you what, I love it. It sounds like you guys had to learn a lot in the early parts of your marriage, and y'all have learned each other's gifts. Mm -hmm. yeah, you true. learned the law, grace, and y'all have learned the balance of both of those coming together. How much? Yeah, yeah I need Mike. You need, need Mike. He need needs him. you That's because right. without right. those boundaries, you know, it's hard to yeah. to really put our kids in a place of security. Yeah, kids need boundaries, mm -hmm. and when they understand, yes, there's law, yes, there's grace. They go, we can perform better because we understand what mom and dad's expectations mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. So I'm really thankful that you guys have helped us today. Just kind of think through as we raise our kids, set the boundaries, understand each other's gifts. What is that we want? Well, we want our kids to know God's word. We want them to know uh, the grace of God and mm -hmm. salvation. We want them to know that we are praying over them all the time. But most importantly, it's up to God to do what God's going to do. That's right. And That's we're right. going to stay there, seated in that. And it's God's going to do it, but we don't lose hope in what God's going to do. Mm -mm. That's right. So today, what I'd like to say to all you out there in the listening audience is to say, you know, you may have kids that you go, man, we're still struggling with, and I don't know if they know the Lord. And I just want to encourage you, you know, as Carrie and Mike have said so well, understand your gifts, put it in God's hands, let God do what He's going to do, trust that He's going to do it, and keep being the right voice. And guys, thank y'all so much for listening in. We are so appreciative of you guys and look forward to talking to you next time. Hey, have the best day ever and God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.